Welcome to the Circle of M. I am your host, Marcus Smith II. We are back with a season four. This season will be a little bit different. We're partnering up with AM Sport. Make sure, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our channel. We, we send out dope content and we want to continue to push this message forward of you know mental health and the state of what our athletes need and how they need them. I have a good friend with me here today, my, my guy Donnell Brown, who obviously uh, went to you know St. Francis University, but then because you being an All-American, you also was able to uh, get a scholarship at the University of Maryland. So now you play for the University of Maryland, man. Mm -hmm. So how are you doing today, bro? Doing pretty good, you know. Just just trying to maintain, uh, stay motivated, stay locked in. That's so. all. Yeah. So so even through you being able to stay locked in, stay motivated, you come to the gym, you you. You train with uh, Aaron. You're trying to get your, uh, your your technique down and everything that you're doing. Man, what's it been like training at A&M Sports and Fitness, bro? Uh, just for me, it's just kind of just, just trying to stay on the, like, just maintain a, a good workout schedule and, and just try to keep getting as much football knowledge and life knowledge as I can coming here and just getting better every day because I know um, 2022, wait, no, 2021, yeah. Like coming up and then we had like that all season twenty twenty two, that was probably the the hardest year that I ever worked. So and, right. it, and it ended up paying off for me. So it was cool. So two thousand twenty one, you said it was the hardest year you ever worked. Like I know after that twenty twenty one season I kinda I kinda just tapped in and and I, cause I remember um like last year, like as a football team, we came up short in a couple games, so that's kinda like decided like the fate of our season. So I mean like that whole off season, just leading up to this season, like this past season just happened. It was, it was, it was a lot that went into it. it was a lot of sacrifice that went into it. So only because I wanted to see, you know, different outcomes change, uh, in the game or whatever. So. so do you feel like you became like the leader that you kind of like always thought about? Yeah, I did. In your head, have you always wanted to be that leading force for your team to kind of like help them get to victory? I mean, at at one point, I really didn't, but. Like it, it came to a it came to a moment where I, I kind of like not needed to, but I wanted to only because I mean at St. Francis, it's we we have this kind of thing where people come and people go, and then it's like every year we get a lot of people leave and get a lot of people that come in. So, I mean, I was just fortunate to be in that situation as far as like a lot of older guys leaving and got a lot of younger guys coming in and you got to step up and get them ready. So it was. It was nice to kind of be that mentor for him and, and kind of just and to kind of just lead him, try to lead him in the right way. See, that's what you like. That's what we need, you know, as players. And, you know, what I do as a, as a life coach, I, I want to continue to like push that and, you know, try to help you lead in the right way. And you understand, like most of the time you have to learn how to follow before you can lead. So when you come into a, a different organization, when you come into something, at first, you kind of have to fill the room yeah, out. just observe. Right. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to see, like, okay, who is who? And sometimes, you know, the best leading is by leading by example. Mm -hmm. So when people see you coming in here and, and working, they see the videos because, you know, Tank posts yeah, videos like every three days. You know what I'm saying? I mean, every, like, he posts three videos per day. Mm -hmm. So when people see that, they see the work. So when you come in, they like, Yo, they, they want that sauce. They want that same stuff that you have. But I want to go back. I want to go back to when, you know, when it all started for you. You you know, like, what was your love like for, for well, when did the love for the game start for you uh, as far as football? Um, 
I probably say in uh, middle school because at first I like because I love basketball for right. the most part. So 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 people don't really understand that like you were a, you played basketball and could have went and played basketball too, right or no? Uh, I mean I probably could have went D two and played basketball. That's okay. it. I mean because I know like coming up, I was always the biggest guy on the team, so I had to be the big man. So yeah. and I know. <laughs> Now I'm six three. That's that's a guard. So it's like I I really didn't like the time didn't add up for me to kind of like train and get there. I could have right. if I put my mind to it, but right. it was like football was coming right. so fast. So you know I had to take it. So, but yeah, but I started falling in love with football. Um, right after I quit because I quit, and then I got in the car with my dad, <laughs> and then he just looked at me with so much disappointment. So I was a little sick off that. So yeah, I went back. I went back home, and then I slept on, it and then. The next day we had practice, so I was like, Dad, I'm trying to go back to practice. So I went and then we ended up winning the championship that year, so it was cool. And then after that, like. So you made a great decision. Yeah, like fifth, sixth, and fifth, fifth through eighth grade, we always won the championship. Sixth through eighth grade, we always was in Florida in December. We could never get, like, you know, like the number one team in the countryside, but, you know, we, we always got there and tried to get it done, so it was cool. Man, it's something about, like, um, you know, your fathers, you know, our fathers being our hero, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, and not wanting to let them down. And the fact that you guys got in the car, it wasn't necessarily him making you feel like that, but you just felt like, dang, yeah. like, why am I stop playing? Like, why, why would he, I do that? He spent so much money on it, and, and, you know, he got, he was pulling for me, and, you know, he he moved, he moved a lot of mountains for me to even get on the team, so it was kind of like, mm, you know. And then y'all ended up winning the championship. Yeah. So it, it, was a, it was the right move. It was kind of God's way of telling you, like, hey, man, Let's 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 go for it, and you you end up winning the championship. Mm -hmm. Now all of us, like even me, we we dealt with we dealt with you know some form of anxiety just playing football, just you know the the jitterbugs of of being out there on the field. Um, we talked a little bit offline about uh, like my situation when it came to a divorce, and you had a situation where your parents were they got into a divorce, but at the same time, people don't really hear the the uphill battle and the good part mm -hmm. about a divorce and you was talking about how your parents kept it together and yeah. i want people to hear that like even though you had anxiety about your your brothers and your brother and your sister your family kept it together what was that like for you i mean just by seeing an example because my mom my dad my godmother my grandmother grandfather my other grandmother like everybody oh and my my, my cousin joan rest, uh, rest support soul, system you know so they they always they try to keep everything together they weren't perfect they they, they did what they had to do to, to keep the family moving so you know that's what they did but i mean just seeing like like who they were like, like those are actually like good people right and it's like if you ask anybody that know me people like 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 they love my mom my dad like they love my family because like they just make them feel like you know like like we're family so right it's cool it's pretty cool it's kind of it was just it was just a good it was just a good way to see that like like people can actually work together to kind of like like put their like put their minds together to get a common goal so it was cool that's what's up man because you know people really don't hear that side of it. it's usually always like there's a disconnect between the the father and the mother mm -hmm. um, when a divorce happens because the father goes his separate way and then the mom tries to you know do everything yeah, she can to keep the kids mm -hmm. away from the father but you guys you know kept it tight and you know what I'm saying look at you today like you're mm -hmm. you're able to flourish you're able to do uh so many things like have you ever playing football right have you ever like been in a game and like 
you just had like these jitters and you just there's anxiety crazy before the game and then like the first play they like go away. They I go mean, away. it's always like that, especially going to like one of those bigger games. Like I remember we played like Delaware and we played um who we play? Akron. Akron. Play Akron. Okay. That, that was a that was a jitter game right there cuz I remember I, I came off we uh we backed them up into the end zone so they was like on the two. And then uh, I came off. I beat a, I beat the tackle inside. I could have had a sack for safety, but I, I didn't bend back. Yeah. So it was one of those where I kind of needed like those kind of plays to kind of keep me going. So it was cool. Man, so having anxiety is normal. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, you know, people that kind of like come through the gym, you know, we'll sit there and we'll talk about like different spirit of moments, different anxiety moments, right? And if you're not careful, they anxiety, right, bro. It, it can take you into a whole like depressed state, mm -hmm. right? So it's important to understand that anxiety is always going to be there, right? It's not, it's not going to move. It's not, whatever you do in life mm -hmm. is going to come up at some point because it's like you're thinking about what's to come. You're thinking about the next move. Yeah, what's next, yeah. Right, and so um, I think with anxiety, it, it, it plays a huge factor in, in the sports. And I want kids and people to understand like, look, Anxiety is normal. Mm -hmm. It is a it is a normal thing. But like, let's go to you being at you was in high school. You you did your thing in high school. Obviously, football was your sport. Mm -hmm. And so I remember you started to come to to Aaron. Probably it was my trans. It was from my transition from going from senior year to college. Right. If right. I went, if I probably went like before, it was at, it was at, cause we started at, uh, AR, right? Mm -hmm. You started at AR. Mm -hmm. And I remember like when you first started to, where, <laughs> 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 I, I mean, when you first started to where you are now, I mean, that's commendable for the hard work you put in. But then also my brother, he, I feel like he the goat and yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but you went to St. Francis. What mm -hmm. were your goals? going into St. Francis, like, what was your thought process going into that, to that situation? Like, what did you want? I mean, um, cause coming out of high school, I was a top 30 recruit in Maryland. And, um, it was just, I was second team all man. It was just a lot of, like, everybody kind of always reminded me like, oh, they got this guy, this guy, this guy going to this school. And it's like, oh, you're not committed nowhere to then the third. Right. So St. Francis came, um, I, th I went to this camp. I forgot what the camp was called though, but mm -hmm. it was like a little showcase or whatever. And it was there. And um, I really didn't know nothing about St. Francis except for um, my high school, like one of my high school coaches, they went there and then he was just telling me like, hey, if they, they hit you up or whatever, then, you know, you might as well go if, if nothing else comes. So, you know, um, it was three days before signing day or whatever. So they, they came and then they contacted me, they offered me. I went up there for like two hours and I really didn't get like a chance to go on like any kind of official visit, like anywhere, like any school. So it just happened. So I went up there. I kind of just went with the mindset, like I just wanted to play, and I feel like that's the mindset everybody has going into college. Right. But like most of the time, like that's not really like what happens. Yeah. So I wanted to play. Kind of have to work your way. Yeah, up. work my way up because I, I felt like everybody kind of like wrote me off. Mm. You know, because I kind of like, kind of like sagged back because like I was a like top this top that, but then I ended up at FCS school and then at NEC by that, like you know what I'm saying. So. But hold on though. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Let's let's, you know. It was a way to humble you. Right. Right. It and was, I felt good about that. Right. It was God's way of humbling you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, top 30 recruit going into it, you felt like people wrote you off. And then you go to, you know, FCS, you know, you go to a St. Francis, but then you get there, you work your way up mm -hmm. and you ball. Mm -hmm. That's so the I registered in my first year. Okay. I played four games. Right. 
and you ball. Mm -hmm. And like, what was that feeling like? You know, actually getting your win and and doing something that you love to do, and and you know, making proving yourself right first, and then proving the doubters wrong. What was that feeling like? Uh, going from freshman year to uh, I think COVID was the next year, and then we had my sophomore year, and then my. Uh, like my freshman freshman day, my freshman sophomore year. So going from from freshman year all the way to here, and I stayed with my um, had my outside linebacker coach named uh, Coach Rokas. That's my man, I'm second grandfather. So mm. he was, I was with him from the time I got there to the time I left, and kind of just took me under his wing. He just showed me how to really just showed me the way uh, like the business goes as far as football, and then it was just like to get like that championship and like because they the last time they won championships was like in 2016 so mm -hmm. to get that and we won it outright and we just dominated it just it felt good especially just to be a part of like like a part of a program that that kind of like changed the culture because now it's like right. they can't really go back from that so yeah just, just kind of just keep moving forward and and just to be like a face of a program it, it was nice it was nice yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Man. I, I, it was it was it was tough to leave because you, you just it was just the guys in the locker room and and the coaches. So yeah, yeah it was tough. It was tough because you was a leader. And it was a leader, face of program. Yeah, you know? people looking up to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I've seen people go to the league, go to you know, be a pro mm -hmm. from from any school, yeah. from HBCUs, all that. So it really don't matter, uh, you know, where where you went. Mm -hmm. But um, you, you you go you go into your senior year. You know your thought process. You know I'm I'm going to kill. You know what I mean. But then you go out there. You are all American, mm -hmm. right? Now you got the opportunity to kind of like do what you wanted to do in the first place. You felt mm -hmm. like people wrote you off, but then they came back all of a sudden, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. And mm -hmm. you got the opportunity to sign your letter of intent with with University of Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I commend you on that. But that process and that feeling, I know you had a conversation with Coach Tank um, about, uh, you know, going to the University of Maryland. You want to talk a little bit about that conversation and how now you're with the University of Maryland and, and you're actually pushing forward for your goals. Um, I mean, it was tough only because, like, just the situation I was in. And mm -hmm. it's like most people... Like St. Francis, it's not like a normal... Like, it's not, uh, it's not like an ideal college situation. So it's right. like... It's like going up on an island, right? And it's like it's like a simulation because yeah. it's like it snows from November to April, and then it's like hot from now nah, it rains from like May to Dang. June, and then it's like hot until October, and then it get cold again. So yeah, I mean, it was it was just it was just I just didn't want to leave my team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, it was a hard decision for hard you. Decision. But sometimes you, you have gotta to do what do you got to do. You have to do what's was best for you mm -hmm. and you the coaches I mean? they understood like you know they they wish me luck or whatever so it, it was cool they they i did right by them so they did right by me so so can you talk a little bit about how you you come in and you've been working with coach Tang? you've been working with aaron for uh you know probably like four years mm -hmm. right they're going on for you can now. you talk about like how much that has you know helped you get to where you are today as far as grinding grinding mm -hmm. that out because i mean i had a football iq before like before i even got into college but i mean when i came here kind of like y'all two kind of enhanced it because i remember i was supposed to train with you too but i, I remember i trained i was a outside linebacker and then i transitioned like to fully d-line so i went with tank but yeah, you guys transformed my football iq and you kind of just just led me into right into the right direction because now i'm going from y'all to going to chuck smith and stuff like that working out with pros stuff like that so yep. it's just kind of seeing everything chuck the OG, yeah you know, you know? 
fancy and everything just come together and, and, and just seeing like everything that I'm doing is kind of working and every everybody that's been in my life, like from high, like from middle school to now, it's just, you know, it's just they're all they're all coming together and everything that people were saying is coming to fruition now. So it's, it's cool to see, and especially because like I know I worked hard for it mm. and, you know, I just I didn't cheat the game. You, you know did not. I seen it. I seen. You know, I seen I, the I work. I the game, so it's like my my IQ kind of went up from coming here and just seeing how you know the business is and seeing how the game's supposed to be played and like different angles and different approaches that you can take to the game too. So, I mean, yeah, coming here is a big benefit. Man, I appreciate you saying that, man, because that's all we try to do. Mm -hmm. We, you know, I know my brother. He he's big on. He wants you to know the game. Mm -hmm. You know, he don't want you to come in and just yeah, not ask yeah. questions. Not even ask questions, but he just don't want you to just come in and then just just do drills without even knowing like why you're doing the drills or like do like certain moves without even knowing like why you're doing a certain move. It's like it's just it's like little things like with we are too. So it's cool. Nah, I, <laughs> nah, that's real. Now now that you at at the University of Maryland, and you know what what is what are your goals and what do you want to do now? Like what are you planning mm -hmm. on? What's your goals for this season coming so, up? Doing the same thing, just come in like I did with St. Francis, come in, observe, to see see who's in the locker room, see like how the coaches are, see what the program's about, and then just figure out like where my place is, you know what I'm saying? So once I go in and figure out where my place is, I can kind of figure out how to dominate where my place is. And once I figure out how to dominate where my place is, I can figure out how to dominate other areas of the game too. So, you know, just coming in with a, with a clear mind, you know, clear soul, just try to figure everything out and, you know. So basically what you're saying is, man, you you coming in, you being a team player mm -hmm. first. Um, you coming in, feeling the vibe out, mm -hmm. seeing where you can lead and, and, and do the best to, to become mm -hmm. a leader. Because a lot of times, man, we have, you know, some athletes, um, they get into a situation and in their head, they want it given to them right. because they feel like that they're the player. Or but they feel like no, they deserve it. Right. And mm -hmm. no matter where you go. It's almost like starting over, right? Right. You got to work your web. You got to show um, that you're capable first, and then you can. After that, you can show that hey, I could be a leader. That, and mm -hmm. then you, next thing you know, you're starting, you balling, and, you, and you're doing your thing. Mm -hmm. So my last question for you is, man, um, I always say that success is not a destination, but it's a mindset. So mm -hmm. however you view success, this part of what you're doing, even working out as much as you are, right? Mm -hmm. That is the true success, right? Success is like the pain and all the stuff that you go through in order to get to your destiny. So I just want to ask you, man, what does success really look like to you? Um, I mean, now it's just, it's just staying in the moment because it's hard to kind of look ahead because every time, every time you look ahead, it's just like, you can keep doing something and if you fall short of what you, you was looking ahead for and then it's like you know you don't work for it no more so right. you just got to keep proving yourself until until you can't prove anything to anybody anymore and once right. you and once that happens you got to be deemed like the greatest to ever do something so, <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying so you just got to keep moving forward you talked a little bit about um like when we for before we started you talked a little bit about like you want to be a um sports commentator you mm -hmm. want to get into communication so mm -hmm. i wanted them to hear you talk about that a little bit too because um, it's not always about the sport, mm -hmm. right? It's not. It's not always about the sport. You got to have something that you also want to do after that, because our uh, what we look at and how we see things, we always look at the sport as like, yo, this is the only thing I'm doing. I'm focused on this. But mm -hmm. the fact that you have something else uh, that you want to do is commendable, and I appreciate you coming on. Oh yeah. 
the circle of them, obviously, you know, partnering with a and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're doing big things and I'm just happy that you're, you're mentally in the right place and know that I'm always here for you and we'll, we'll continue to move forward as you continue to progress with your career. So I appreciate you coming, bro. Appreciate that. Oh yeah, for sure. Hopefully uh, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp can get me on the show. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's real.